The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Christy Scales, Aisha Morrison, Nicole Hutchison, and Jess Navarez. What it is? What's up? <laughs> Welcome into Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. In the SWBC studio, I'm Nicole Hutchison, alongside Aisha Morrison and Jess Navarez. What it is? What's up, y'all? It's raining. It's cold. All right. It's so <laughs> rainy outside. Yeah, the weather is gross. Are y'all some Not of those fan. people that the weather affects you? Yes. Yeah. Does it make, does it affect you? Yeah. It's making me a little a little gloomy today. Mm-hmm. There's no sunshine. Just raining. It's just, well, it's bright in here, so it should bring a little. I mean, this doesn't really feel like sunshine. But, and it's been know. raining all day too. Yeah. It ain't even. Oh, taking we know. A break. I was standing in practice. I know it was raining all day. The commitment that you. Listen. I want to say. The things I do for that floating Dak picture, y'all, still get hate. <laughs> what did you notice from practice today? Um, I mean, I know Malik Cooker, he was limited. Yeah. Uh, did you see anything from him? Um, I just saw him working with Britt on yeah. the resistance ropes, but that was really it. Um, practice was cut kind of short for mm-hmm. what media could see because of the rain. Yeah. Um, it was coming down pretty hard and pretty steady, and so at that point, they just decided to take it in. So when they took it inside, then um, we couldn't watch anymore but mm-hmm. didn't really notice anything um out of the ordinary if yeah. you will it was just when the rain was picking up they really couldn't do much okay well yeah uh we have some updated injury report uh zach martin did not participate of course thigh injury uh tyron smith still did not did not participate today as well back injury and then uh, malik hooker he was limited uh, another one that stands out well yeah rico Dottle limited and yeah everybody else participant uh what would what are the stakes for um if this team has to play without zach martin or tyron smith i mean those are two vets on this offensive line that we definitely need heading into this game a game like this yeah the good news i talked to zach in the locker room today and he said things look good for this Mm -hmm. weekend uh he's very hopeful about it he said there's still a lot of work to be done and my guess my best guess would be you're really not going to know until the Saturday walkthrough yeah. what exactly game projection will be. And, and we know that anyways, right? But I think your Saturday walkthrough, even maybe Friday, will give you a good indicator for both Tyron and Zach. I didn't get to talk to Tyron. I did talk to Zach. Zach said he feels good. Um, but if not, he praised the rookies mm-hmm. uh, and some of the younger players as well. And even uh, some of the older players that step in. And, yeah. and so he named uh, Chuma and TJ Bass is two of the guys. So Chuma Doga, TJ Bass is two of the guys that really take advantage of every rep that they do get um, when, you know, both him or Tyron aren't able to uh, step in or they're taking the veteran rest days. And uh, he just said it's all coming to fruition. Talked to TJ Bass today. He said he's feeling good if he has to step in. Talked to Chuma today. Chuma said he's feeling good if he has to step in. Um, so everyone's ready no matter what the situation will be with the offensive line. But uh, the repercussions is those are your two veteran offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, nobody's going to go in there and make an impact like they can. Yeah. But um, things are still set, and there's more continuity than you would think with these backups coming in uh, because they do get those veteran rest day practice reps. Yeah. 
Yeah, for me, uh, the biggest one that stands out is Tyron Smith. Um, I think uh, even from what you said yesterday, just in regard to TJ Bass and him getting the snaps and stuff on these veteran rest days, I, I believe that you can um, he can man that spot. But uh, Tyron Smith, whatever his um, his designation is, is going to be important for this team mm-hmm. and what they want to do offensively. Um, especially with passing, obviously uh, running the ball, which is something yeah. that I think they will emphasize on this game. Um, I believe I saw Calvin say that if he's able to practice on Saturday, that they feel like he should be good to go. Yes. Um, there's mm-hmm. time. Mike McCarthy mentioned that there's a lot of time left. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so it, he's so important, although I do think Chuma and those guys could come in and, and be okay. Yeah. This Dolphins um, defensive line has some firepower. They have some guys that can get after it, and you're going to need time to pass the ball and also establish the run in this game. But I will say, Nicole, you asked what stood out today at practice and we didn't get to see a lot of practice yeah. but what stood out is that they were in a padded practice mm-hmm. yeah it's their last one of the season it's their last one of the season yeah. mm-hmm. to me that tells me something personally um no padded practice last week i actually asked some of the players um specifically micah what what what's so good about the padded practices and he said it allows you to feel your fits yeah um mm-hmm. a little bit more especially as a defense and i think offensively padded practice helped but I, I would assume that defensively it gives you a little bit more of a um, acclimation to sure. maybe is. what the game is going to feel like and just feeling yourself feel feeling yourself yeah. shed a little bit and do mm-hmm. some things i do think it matters and them having the padded practice today to me stood out and i feel like it does mean something that they did it today Mm. i would say uh how do i word this i would say it was it's also based on their schedule yeah it's based on the schedule because you have to keep in mind they have a saturday game next week Mm -hmm. and then you don't know if it'll be saturday or sunday so they could lose a day so that was kind of the the reason the logic behind it Mm -hmm. um but i mean it could be good what better day than today to do it you needed to do it if that needed to if it's just scheduling i'm happy that it fell but personally but to your point, they needed the pads today. Yeah. Is this something that they did last year? Well, yeah, at, per the CBA, the, they mm-hmm. they pushed down stuff, and yeah. now the scheduling is different. Yeah. They only are allotted certain, a certain amount. It just mentioned the short week, and yeah. it's kind of the reason why they had to. I, I just think it's convenient that mm-hmm. if this is how it's scheduled, this is how it fell. And, again, I, I think sometimes as fans and stuff, some things matter to us that yeah. don't matter to the players. So I really wanted to confirm if padded practices do indeed kind of set the tone for a little bit and it sounds like they do respond to that pretty well and during the regular season teams can only do 14 padded practices Mm -hmm. and so um you know you you have to divvy that up between this long season and so that means you don't even get one per week uh at some point and so it was a little difficult even when you go back to that thursday to thursday Mm -hmm. uh stretch and and that thanksgiving stretch where you had the three games in 12 days um and so we knew there was one left and yeah it was uh was uh i think very important to have that pet in practice yeah sure as we'll we'll break down cowboys offense and um miami dolphins defense in the second and third segment but is there any hesitations from you all heading into this game at all from this team? Um, yeah, I mean, again, talking to the guys in the mm-hmm. locker room, they have a lot of respect for what they do over there uh, defensively, specifically yeah. from the offensive side. But um, but they have a lot of respect from what they do offensively. Yeah. And uh, a lot of San Fran tendencies, a lot of the stuff that you've seen before, heavy motion. These are things that give any defense trouble. 
but they've given this defense trouble. So any hesitancy I have is the overall speed of that team and you having to figure out a way to how to counter that. Mm -hmm. But then also, too, this is a huge test, as I said yesterday, when you talk about um, the coaching the coaching, and just how the scheme is. And, again, you've seen teams like this before. I'm looking to see how they adjust to this. And if they can't, then I think we will be having some other discussions on, okay, what's, what's the likelihood of this becoming a problem later on? So my hesitancy comes from the, the, the scheme yeah. of this team. And also, too, on both sides, defensive mm -hmm. and offensive, and also, too, how they respond, how they adjust, and how they handle the speed of this team. I don't think you're going to see another team as fast as yeah. this one. See how they do. And it, that, that does give me a little bit of like, you know? Yeah. Uh. I, think my uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think my hesitation is, is will they be able to go on the road and start fast? Mm. Yes. That's a good one. That's, That's something good. that we have not seen. And, of course, we saw last year how they got they trailed behind early, yeah. um, and that's been a problem for this team. Now, do do they have the ability to go out there and get on board first? Of course, but I, I, I don't know. That's something that I really want to see um, from this team, and I kind of have a little bit of hesitation for that. I think for me, it's I don't want to continue to talk about the same issues that have plagued him for the last year, <laughs> continue to come up right before postseason. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what gives me hesitancy is we're talking about the run defense again. That's something we talking were talking about, about this time last year, talking about penalties, self-inflicted wounds, discipline. Mm -hmm. Those are things that, you know, understandably so, without Jonathan Hankins, the run defense obviously was going to come back up. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to be too critical of, of that aspect of it. And hearing him talk about Mozzie Smith today, I think, was really interesting in the locker room um, as, as well. He talked to reporters and he gave really good insight on what realistic expectations should be for Mozzie in his rookie <sighs> mm -hmm. season. Uh, even saying that himself, Jonathan Hankins, didn't feel comfortable uh, being in the A-gap, living life in the A-gap until maybe halfway through his second That's season, he, he said. said. Yeah. And so um, I think being realistic with where Mozzie is and that it's okay and mm -hmm. giving him that grace that this is a first-year player. Yeah. Yes, he's a first-round draft pick, but even Hankin said, like, there's a lot that goes on in this position that you don't just pick up right away, and that's okay. He said, I didn't even do that, you know? And so um, I, I think that's kind of an issue. But now that Mozzie has in-game reps, he has his first start under his belt, I, I really am interested to see how he responds and how he took criticisms throughout the week and how he took his critiques um, come Sunday. And then uh, self-inflicted wounds. I, I really want to see less of that. I want to see less of that every week. Yeah, but penalties were big last mm -hmm. week, right? No yeah. more explosive plays. Mm. Do not allow the Dolphins to extend their drives. Yeah. And then I just overall... Um, I think something, too, is I want to see the Cowboys' defense really contain this Miami Dolphins' offense on third down. I think that's going to be a really big thing in this match. And to well. your point, Nicole, yeah. you can't start fast. They tried to start fast yeah. last yeah. week, but you get the holding. You get the you, yeah. you get those things happening. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. in order to start fast, they're going to have to be clean. Mm, they're going to have to be disciplined yeah. in this game. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Right, well, we're going to take our first break. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled to perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like... 
Well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. NFL Pro Bowl games are taking over Orlando and the roster is up to you. Cast your ballot for the 2023 excuse me 2024 hello uh, the new year is coming Pro Bowl games and vote and send your favorite Cowboys players to compete in the ultimate AFC versus NFC showdown this February. Vote now at DallasCowboys.com slash vote. 2023 just gone up and gone up it, out of here didn't it? Time has felt real so fast, y'all. Yeah, they said that 2024. Off, 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 off. Crazy. Totally off subject. They said that there's been several psychologists that said that like our perception of time is skewed because of COVID. Oh yeah. And so because Mm -hmm. I I just feel like I can't get my legs under me. I'm like, was it? It was just November. It kind of well, and especially during football season, it's like January's a little bit more fast-paced february march a little more fast-paced april you have draft and then may june july kind of a little slower until training camp really picks up and then august september october november december <laughs> all mashed together and you're like what is going on days are just like flying like i literally forget the day of the week sometimes all the time happy thursday and it's saturday well y'all are my witnesses i always ask jazzy what day is it please read like what Nah, this year did fly by fast yeah well but Thank God for another year, though. Hello. Yeah. yeah. I'm Hello. grateful. Grateful. Yeah. All right, ladies. It's time to dig deep. Dive into this Cowboys offense. Mm-hmm. Dolphins. <laughs> and Dolphins defense, of course. The Cowboys. Only one offensive touchdown against the Bills. Ew. Mm. Yuck. <sighs> Taking Can't on do that. A, yeah, I cannot do that. Taking on a very talented Dolphins defense um, and of course pretty much teams how they're looking at the blueprint of beating the Cowboys offense or containing them is run defense run defense run defense run defense run defense yeah. <laughs> let me get the point uh, what was but, it one more time run, run defense, defense. Are you, one more time I run defense oh, there you please <laughs> Aisha's Sorry. sick of me y'all um, but no for real um this Dolphins defense is sixth in rushing attempts allowed, fifth in yards per attempt allowed. Teams have not been successful in running the football. Hmm. Yeah. Huge test for Tony Pollard, but we saw some big runs from him last week against the Bills. Uh, what are y'all looking to see from this Cowboys offense? As, <laughs> as cliche as it, as it may sound, you could really have the same. I don't know what their game plan was last week, but the the notes that I had last week mm-hmm. and the way that I expected for them to attack this defense, uh, the Bills defense, yeah. is kind of the same way you should attack um, this Dolphins defense. And, and in regards to the run game, they haven't allowed; they've only allowed over a hundred yards mm-hmm. yards rushing in the last five games one time. Say it again one more time. They've 
<clears throat> one more. We can hear you. They've only allowed one game where they had over 100 yards rushing um, in the last five games. 93 against KC, hmm. uh, 36 against the Las Vegas Raiders, um, 29 against the Jets. Oof. Um, and 83 against Tennessee in that loss. Um, yeah, these gentlemen rallied to the ball really well. They run too high shell, which is what the Bills do um, at a very high clip, second most in the NFL. They want you to play with everything in front of you. They're betting on you making a mistake. If you have big plays, you got to take advantage of them. I'm really looking for this uh, this screen game and stuff mm -hmm. to get going for this mm -hmm. offense because they do have aggressive ends that you can catch off kilter. Uh, we saw a down, down tick of motion last yeah. week. Did anybody ask? Did anybody ask if there was a reason why? There was a it was a huge plummet in pre-snap motion last um, week. I'm not. I was. The I don't. One that was CD. So like doing the interviews. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think anybody asked CD. Um, I walked in a little late to Dak. Mm -hmm. I don't. I didn't mean I to put you on the spot. No, you're like good. That. No, sorry. you're good. No, no I, I, I honestly, did not. these locker room days, it, it all kind of meshes together in my head, and I have to go back and listen. Yeah, I just it, wondered if I Mike McCarthy so. addressed it either because it is a pro it's a problem. Yeah. It's a problem when yeah. your pre-snap motion and stuff just goes away when you're on the road. Number one, pre-snap motion helps your quarterback get information so he can get you in the right spot. Mm -hmm. But it also gives you tendencies as you continue to go through the game and be able to read what's going on. Yeah. But with a team like this, again, they have a lot of speed. They have power up front. They have guys that run to the ball. Their linebackers are fast. You have to get them looking one way and going in the opposite direction. You have to create spacing. You yeah. have to create conflict in some way. You cannot just go out there and play stagnant as you did last week when you ha you're going up against a good secondary and a good front seven. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's really them establishing the ground game, but also still taking those pass situations when they can, attack in the middle of the field and um, – and, and figuring some things out, yo, because they just have to get in the rhythm, as you said, Nicole, because that they can't get off to a slow start against this yeah. offense. Play some keep away, too. You're big on time of possession, <laughs> and that's going to be important in this game as well. And this is a unit that has 48 sacks. Uh, they get after it, sis. They get after it. Um, yeah, I mean, second most in the NFL, I believe. Per uh, sacks I mean, per play. Yeah. Per pass it's, play. It's, it's honestly crazy. Mm -hmm. um, what kind of test which we don't really know if, of course, Zach said he's okay, he should be okay for this Sunday, but let's say, hypothetically yeah. speaking, we don't have a tyrant, we don't have, um, I'm sorry, Zach, uh, what type of challenge, you know, facing a defensive front will that be for those guys like TJ Bass, Chuma? I mean, it, it will definitely be a challenge, but yeah. I also think that's where the iron sharpens iron advantage comes in mm -hmm. when you're facing the D-line that you have to face on your on your very own offense every um every week yeah. and they are getting a lot of those reps and and i keep bringing that up because every wednesday for most of the season mm -hmm. is a veteran rest day and we talk about that every week but those are the days where those guys are getting those reps they're stepping in they're plug and play and um you know guys like zach and tyron can afford to take those days i mean they have uh, years under their belt they know mm -hmm. how to step in and, and be ready for game time but those younger guys or even a guy like chuma who has that experience but isn't necessarily your starter he also has that experience with other schemes other teams and so um it, it's obviously concerning mm -hmm. because you see how absolutely dominant that left side of the line is when you have uh tyler and then tyron kind of working as that that unit we heard him talk about it mm -hmm. uh earlier this week 
but they are comfortable kind of with whatever shuffle they have coming in. I think what it kind of comes down to, and Aisha and I were talking about this uh, off camera, is kind of the cadence, uh, the communication yes. within this offensive line, and especially, you know, your center with Biotish yeah. and then Dak. Um, I, I think that's going to get tested in this game a lot. Um Miami, uh, their their fans are going to travel well. It's going to be yeah. a loud environment. It's going to be a loud stadium. And so to have the cadence um, that, that Dak has, I want to see it carry over from what you see at home. And given it can't always be the same. That's why you have home field mm. advantage. That's why your cadence works so well at AT&T Stadium. But I want to see that same confidence roll over on the road. And, and I think um, it's going to start with the communication right there as well. But um, overall, I mean... It's concerning when you don't have your starting offensive line in, right? But I also think what's more concerning is, uh, like you mentioned, getting started early, and it all trickles back down to the O-line. And here's another stat. Of those 48 sacks, 32 come with just four-man pressure without bringing a blitz. Yeah, um, they run a good mix of um, – they run some zone. They run man uh, situationally. There should be more favorable matchups. Yeah. In man, when you talk about the nickel corner and maybe the opposite corner, one of the biggest things for this defense as well is that they're getting healthy at the right time. And um, the reemergence of Jalen Ramsey yeah. has been big for them because, like we, Cowboys, we were spoiled uh, last year when Trayvon Diggs would man one side of the field. He legitimately almost takes away one side of the field. So it does make it easier for your other guys to fill in. Jalen Ramsey has played some really good football. Um, he looks fast. He looks decisive. And so, yeah, th things have changed for them. And they disguise on the back end and stuff like that as well. So to your point about the communication, it is going to have to be on point. And that's why I'm worried a little bit just with the loss, maybe the possible loss of Tyron. Yeah. Um, when you talk about your tackles, they can't. They're the farthest away. And one thing with Tyron is experience. Idoga, yeah, yeah. whoever is going to man that left tackle spot, if necessary, Fantastic is going to have to be um, keyed in and locked in. So I mm -hmm. wonder if they've been getting the practice reps this week if Tyron's not there. But, um, yeah, to, to your point with, about their sacks, Doc, like they just have so many guys. Christian Wilkins is a three-tech. He penetrates well. Andrew Van Ginkle, is that how you say his last name? I don't want to butcher it, my friend. I remember um, the last time. Van Ginkle, that's just, what it is. Yeah. Uh, don't pull a Jess. Like. <laughs> six sacks on the season. He mm. plays with his hair on fire. That matchup. <laughs> That matchup uh, with Terrence Steele, with him rushing off the edge, could be huge. Bradley Chubb. Um, and then they have another gentleman named Zach Seiler. Seiler? Seiler. Seiler? I think it's Seiler. Seven and a half sacks from the DT position. <clears throat> Please. I mean, and you don't, you just, you don't see DTs yeah. getting... Um, yeah, you don't see DTs getting sacks like that. So, again, this is another defensive line similar to... Um, Buffalo that can get after you from really almost every position. You're not going to get a break mm -hmm. like that. So not only is this, I think it's going to be important for this offensive line to establish the line of scrimmage quickly. We've seen that they gain confidence. And I think this is any offensive line when you can run the ball and be physical, which yeah. is one of the things that I think this team does well. You want to get up on these guys and and wear them down as much as you can. To me, because when they they most of these guys on their defensive line have such a high motor, mm -hmm. you got to be able to um, take advantage of of their uh, aggressiveness. Number one, as I said before, but also to be physical at the line of scrimmage, establish 
establish the physicality. Let them know early it's going to be a long day Yeah. if you're going to do it. And maybe you might see a tight end help out over there for that left tackle if that is an issue. Is there a matchup that concerns y'all the most? I was thinking maybe CD and Jalen um, Ramsey if he's lined up against him. That's not a – see – What's, you got, what's up? I'm There's sorry. just not a specific matchup yeah. that concerns me. It's, and this sounds so cliche, right? But coming off of that loss is how they bounce back as a whole and, and where things start to trickle down because it was just such an uncharacteristic game. And, and the more I, I kind of have heard the guys out in the locker room to peel back the layers of what happened, I don't see it playing out like that again. Yes. Um, it, it's just you have to rebuild that confidence and what i don't like if i'm being very honest is i don't like that there's not a straight up answer to why winning on the road is so difficult it's, that's what i don't yeah. like is you ask anybody and there's just it's not an answer, answer. It, and i'm it's mm -hmm. it's confusing to me because there's a reason mm. it's not just happening Re repeatedly it's not just happening um but you know mike talked about this morning the importance of that 11th win and he's been saying that since last week that they're focused on getting that 11th win and you know though they had their playoff berth and mm -hmm. and postseason um pretty much well, it is a done deal at this point. Yeah. Um, it's just what worries me the most is this is this is your biggest challenge on this the road. This is a big game. Yeah. This is your biggest challenge on yeah. the road yeah. the next three weeks. Yeah. And at this point, I know it's hard not to think about because of what can still happen, especially when you're talking in terms of the NFC East and mm -hmm. depending on what happens in Philly and kind of how the cards play out that way. It's hard for me not to look at this game and, and this goes for the entire team. It's not yeah. just the offense. I'm kind of diverting your question a little bit, so I'm sorry. No, but, you're good. You're good. Um, it, it, it concerns me that you don't have a solid answer for why you can't win on the road. And even if they do win on the road, say they win on Sunday, it doesn't erase the fact that they haven't been able to on a consistent basis this season. And more than likely, you're going to be on the road come, on, yeah, honestly, sure. probably the first round of playoffs. So to me... It's just concerning overall. Getting this road mm -hmm. win is not just important. It's essential. It is vital yeah. to get that pulse going so you have a full-on heartbeat by the time the playoffs come. And it's crazy because I actually, when I was sitting down with CD today um, for my interview, I had asked him, how frustrating is it for you guys um, after a loss like that and all the losses? You know, you yeah. stack up against these teams. And, I mean, come on, we know that – the Cowboys have one of the talent, most talented rosters in yeah. the NFL. Um, they have some of the best coordinators, some of the best coaches. Uh, schematically, they can beat any team. But how frustrating is it for you guys, you know, to lose a game like that knowing that it's a game that you should have won? And he was like, it's frustrating as hell, you know, like because you know that you're so talented, but it also shows that talent don't mean nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool that, um, you know, he was so honest with that answer. But now it's just like, y'all just got to go out there and play, just you know, go do it. just go and do it. Just like y'all come home in AT&T Stadium and light things up, like to, go out there and do the same thing. Yeah. And to your point, you, you mentioned um, that the Dolphins fans will be in attendance. Should be some Cowboys fans out there, oh, too. Yeah. yeah. A little heavy. So maybe maybe that'll give them a little boost here and some actual Cowboys <laughs> yeah. fans in the stands. Um, I, w I wanted to go back to your original mm -hmm. question. Um, the biggest matchup to me that makes me feel <laughs> is Vic Fangio <laughs> versus mm -hmm. Mike McCarthy and yeah, how Mike McCarthy one. 
comes out with this game plan <laughs> and also counters some of the things that Vic Fangio, Fangio decides to do. Um, one of the best defensive minds in this game. Um, he has a, this secondary, this defense, a lot of veterans, so they're smart. Yeah. So there's things you can do with them that maybe you can't do with a younger mm. secondary or younger defense. That matchup to me is very important, the OC versus this DC. Because, again, the same this scheme is important. Yeah. You, to your point about the them being a talented team and all mm. that stuff, yeah, they are a talented team. Talent don't matter if you're getting out mm. schemed. Yep. Talent don't matter if the looks that you're getting in are are favorable for the defense or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So the game plan, st- fast start, as you said, is going to be important as well. I did think it was cool to finally hear Tony Pollard kind of concede mm. Yes, mm. that Say he it. is feeling better post-buy mm. and that the further he gets away from that injury, mm-hmm. you see him looking himself. If the Cowboys had the opportunity to run the ball as, as much as I think they wanted to last week, he would have had a big day on the ground. He looks so explosive and just himself. And what's even more encouraging to me is that he looks like that late in the season. He mentioned that later in the season. But also, too, he's still doing a lot for you in pass pro. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's kind of built up that tolerance and that callus to do that, it, to me, like when you look at a running back position, it he's becoming a total running back to me. Mm-hmm. And so him, he, he and Rico in this game, to me, have to be the tone setters. Tennessee muddied up the game. Yeah, they made it physical. They mm-hmm. made it hard on um, Miami and yeah. uh, Tyree Kills' availability is going to be important too. Actually, yeah. let me look at that. He was limited today. Ooh. I'm gonna do some digging and see how limited yeah. because you know limited is we we know it's different. It limited can mean, mean a lot of things. Exactly. Devon was limited. Um, Did, I wonder Tom if they had, if they had a padded practice mm. today. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, like you said, limited. And they got a lot of guys limited. In they faking. <laughs> not all of them. I'm like, no, no, no. And not in that way, but there's some yeah. there's some gamesmanship going on oh, yeah. and stuff like that. They're resting guys just yeah. like yeah, the they, Cowboys do too. They have to. But Tyreek Hill and his uh, his availability is really important because I think they're, they're very dependent, again, on – the verticality of their offense. Mm-hmm. Tennessee, w- once once Tyreek went out, Tennessee was able to do some things that I think the Cowboys could too. But I think he's he's gonna go. I think he's gonna play. But in what fashion? Is he mm. gonna be limited? Mm. Is he gonna be? Well, he went back in that game when he got injured against Tennessee. So yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, so, I think sorry, I don't know. I could, I'm go. expecting him to play. I'm not expecting. I mean, him I'm to expecting miss him to play. Okay, here's the thing. Put it, put in the, put it in this perspective. If it was Ceedee Lamb, would Ceedee play? Tater tot. <laughs> yes, probably. And, and and let's let's say again, you're you're looking at it from that perspective. <laughs> Pretend the Cowboys have not clinched a playoff berth, mm. and you're talking about Ceedee Lamb in this aspect. Mm. Exactly. So why would he not play? He's gonna play. This is this is their biggest game, and I, I I need to go back and read the playoff scenarios exactly for them. But I'm pretty sure with this win, they clinch a playoff berth. They do. Oh, so the second AFC team exactly. So they need to win this game yeah. to get into the postseason. And that's what that's what some of the guys when you talk about last week, and you said that you you touched base with some of the gentlemen and stuff. Um, one of the biggest things that I heard was that the approach last week, and. It, when you're yeah. going up against a team mm-hmm. that is trying to get into the playoffs, 
you do got to change your approach mm -hmm. because the intensity, mm -hmm. this is not a normal game. There's different implications. It's, yep. it's heightened. So you have to mentally and emotionally raise to the occasion as well. Mm -hmm. You got to either match them or you got to be a little oh. bit more nutty. Yeah. Well, either one. <laughs> yeah. And so the approach to this game, again, is important. I think establishing, talk about it, establishing Early the ground starts. game mm -hmm. is going to be huge. I think TJ Bass fares pretty well in that if Tyron can't go, I'm going to need Chumia Doga to come on with it in the run game. I like him better in the pass game than I do the run game. But this, this team has to establish the ground game really quickly, especially with the amount of light boxes again. Yeah. If people ain't running the ball on these people and they only have four guys out there, unacceptable. You should be able to run the ball. Yeah. Tight end's going to have to work, too. I, I have a question for you, Aisha. Um, I kind of noticed how their front seven just, like, plays downhill. They crash downhill. Could this be a chance for the Cowboys to kind of, like, maybe make some plays behind them, get them caught lacking? Yeah. Be creative in the passing game a little bit. Is yeah, play action game yeah. I think should be something that the Cowboys can take advantage of. Also, too, um, doing things be uh, having some uh, plays coming out of the backfield. Yeah. Turpin, um, obviously, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turpin. <laughs> um, I, like I said before, the screen game, setting up mm -hmm. some screen game, uh, things of that nature. I definitely think. But two again, the middle of the field is open. Yeah, the middle of the field is open. So, and I mean, sometimes they do. And again, that's why I said the chess match is going to be important between these guys, because sometimes, yeah, the middle of the field looks open, but they have a safety kind of looming yeah. and mm -hmm. kind of kind of there. So Dak communication, his eyes are going to be at the situation. Yeah, they do some things like that. And I'm really curious to see if they're going to throw some different looks. But Jake Ferguson, you're going to yeah. need him this game. You're going to need them to attack the middle of the field. And obviously, again, if you do get opportunities for big plays, you make them pay. Yeah. But to your point, yes, this is a defense that gets upfield. They're mm -hmm. fast. Um, their linebackers play very well sideline side to sideline. You have to find ways, especially with the motion and things like that, making them think. You cannot mm -hmm. line up stagnant against these folks because mm -hmm. this defense is they're taught to look at the quarterback, look at what's happening in front of them. If you're not doing anything to make them have to look over here or look over there, then you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. And you're not going to beat a team like that. Mm -hmm. But establishing the run game to me is the biggest part. I think the passing game will come yeah. if you can get on the ground and, and run at those light boxes. Because they shouldn't be stopping a run like this with no four people in the box. That's crazy. <laughs> what are they? Who do they think they are? Who do they, they think are? they are? <laughs> Who do you think you are? A good defensive team, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what do y'all want to see from Dak Prescott? in this game just i want to see him just. play confidently like he did mm. this entire second half of the season yeah. um i just don't think again he got anything established enough to really mm -hmm. do that in this last game and i'm not going to fault him for that for sure because there was a lot going on there was a lot going on and then plus you're going into you know a game where Yes, rain wasn't as big of a factor, but it was a factor. You are barely coming off of the past couple of weeks of establishing a run. Mm -hmm. I understand what's going on here, but um, what I want to see from Dak, I don't want to continue to see him have to pass 400 yards in this game <laughs> to win. That's what I don't want to see. Yeah. I don't want him to feel like he has to have six passing TDs and 400 yards and no I, I what I want to see from just I guess the offense overall is I want to continue to see the run game pick mm -hmm. up where it left off pre-Bills game um, 
which again you talk about since the san francisco loss they were averaging at least 100 yards per game um so i want to see that um i want to see it divvied up a little bit more but overall i I just want to see him get in control of the offense again because yes. nobody was in control except the Bills last week. And uh, yeah. just get that bad taste out of everybody's mouth. Yeah, I, um, I agree. I definitely want to see him start fast. Mm-hmm. Um, easy buttons, easy buttons. I, what I want to see from him is to, for him to get, again, have control of the offense, but he and Mike McCarthy be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. He and he, they, they have to be, they have to have a counter for this. And again, his community, the communication is going to have to be all point on point. Whatever his film study is this week, he's going to have to be sure. Yeah. Because again, I mean, respectfully, Vic Vangio was his kryptonite mm. to some degree. He's not. I don't think he is now. I think Dak has put that to bed. But maybe he gets some revenge this when, game. Yeah, when he was in Denver Dressing and beat revenge. the Cowboys. Yeah, and not only so. did he beat the Cowboys, he said this is the blueprint. Yep. To, and it was very blunt about it. <laughs> and again, that was years ago. I think they put that behind them. Yeah. But again, you're still seeing a defense that really – it's it is it's a lot of it is contingent on the quarterback mm-hmm. and his play and how he navigates moving his eyes and moving safeties and being confident in what he's seeing attacking whatever disguise and the disguises and stuff they throw at him mm-hmm. um the receivers and Dak are going to have to be on point I actually talked to CeeDee Lamb about it briefly yeah. okay well we're going to take our second break you're watching Girls Talk Boys Talk presented by Jigsaw the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys we'll be right back At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation. So you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today. Dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Dallas Cowboys nominee for the 2023 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide. Help Tank raise funds for Dak Prescott's Faith Fight Finish Foundation by casting your vote on NFL.com slash Man of the Year or tweet your support using the hashtag WPMOY challenge. Voting ends on January 8th, so go vote for Tank right now. Do it at this moment and every moment. Go vote for Tank. I was thinking. I was trying to make a little mixtape. I love it. A little like 
No, bring up your point. Right, That's but, good. Um, yeah, no. I, so one thing I was I listened to uh, Cowboys break earlier, and they were just kind of breaking down um, kind of a defensive scheme that they run, and it's called Cloud. And I was listening to Brian talk about it and how he said they run it 26% of the time. Buffalo actually plays it 30, over 30% of the time, which clearly mm-hmm. it had a lot of success against <laughs> the Cowboys last week. Um, cloud. Yeah, and he said it's usually you can recognize it on defenses because of the depth of the cornerbacks. And the way he explained it was there's one cornerback that will like play up and one that will play like soft coverage. Um, and is designed to look like cover two to take a, take away the deep ball, but also um, stop the run. And so, it's but really you can attack the middle of the field mm-hmm. um, and seams. And so, I know they run zone about seventy percent of seventy five percent of the time, which cows the cow cows. Oh my goodness, today is Thursday. <laughs> okay. The Cowboys have a lot of success against yeah. zone. Uh, so basically, but yeah, no, that was just one of the things that That's I wanted point. to point out. Um, yeah. So this could be a, a game where the Cowboys could have a lot of advantage in. Cowboys? No, no, it cows. is. Like what? No, no. Some people, like, I know somebody that calls him, like, he's like, he says cows win, cows win. Like, he calls him. It's just, hmm. I, I know a couple people who do that. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, in regards to the, clo- the uh, cloud coverage, yeah, it's a cover three scheme mm-hmm. that people disguise as a cover two and it's it's effective if you don't want to give up the big play if you don't want to give up the big play however Mm -hmm. to your point it does leave you it's it's a lot of space to operate and it does require those dbs to have to cover a lot Mm -hmm. of ground Mm -hmm. um you can't do stuff like that if your secondary is not smart so again this is a very intelligent side of the ball um speaking of i spoke to cd lamb today very briefly because big dog (laughs) had to get up out of there um but i was talking to him about just this secondary and where I believe they're susceptible. Expect to see CeeDee Lamb in the slot mm. because, and again, I wanted to ask him, do you think that Jalen Ramsey is going to travel with you? Mm-hmm. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm him. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not like, and, and I like that energy from him, but I, we haven't seen Jalen Ramsey travel a lot. Mm-hmm. But the thing about traveling, too, is that when you travel, you change the whole mm-hmm. defensive construct on that end. So um, if they don't, you, I would expect to see CeeDee Lamb on the slot against a Cater Cowhan? Cow? I got to get these now. I'm, I was struggling with His name with is the, Cater. Yeah, I was struggling yesterday with um, A-Chan. 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 I was struggling, y'all. I'm sorry. It's okay. Kohu. It's Kohu. Like Kobu from... Blanking. Oh, okay. But it's Cater <laughs> Kohu. Um, he's given up six TDs this this year, and his uh, he's he's decent in zone. But baby, that man. Mm. That that it's probably why they don't run a lot of man because they got a couple guys that's susceptible over there. But anyway, if that matchup does arrive uh, arise, it seems like CD Lamb is up for the challenge. It's gonna mm-hmm. be get your popcorn ready type stuff because yeah. Jalen Ramsey is a. Dog. You know, he's, yeah, yeah, he's he's really scrappy coming back from that injury. Feels like he has a lot to prove. Mm-hmm. But if not, I definitely could see CeeDee Lamb moving into the slot, outside the slot, Brandon Cook, some of those guys interchangeably trying to take advantage of that nickel mm-hmm. corner there. So, boop, 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 Communication. Communication, too. Yeah. Because, like we talked about, they, they make you have to sometimes decide mid-route what you're mm-hmm. doing. So, Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this secondary that this he that's why I said Mike McCarthy and them guys got they he he makes your uh, wide receivers have to read too sometimes yeah. in the mm-hmm. middle of a route 
So these guys, and I'm talking to them. I talked to a couple of the guys, and they're like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like, and I'm sitting over there like, bro, I couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine changing yeah. my body and my mm. mind in the middle of a route. But that, what they do is impressive. That is another test for yeah. this uh, wide receiver room. So, yes. I want to go back to the middle of the field conversation. Talk about Sorry. it, Sorry, uh, <laughs> because it's not just a battle that the Cowboys offense is going to have to face. Mm. It's also the Cowboys defense because the Dolphins have thrown for 11.9 yards per attempt on passes up the middle of the season. Best in the NFL. Yeah. Cowboys have allowed 9.9 yards per drop back when defending passes up the middle. Third worst in the NFL. Jesus. So this uh, both battles on both sides are going to be in the middle of the field. Who can continue to get downfield using the middle of the field? And mm. I think that's just really important to note in this matchup. Yeah. Well, I need some score predictions, ladies. Oh, my God. Oh Y'all already knew it was coming. I don't know why we... I know. I act surprised every week. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, no way. Why do I have to? I don't we want need to. a score yeah. prediction? What is that? I say Cowboys. I don't want to pick today. Tw- <laughs> I'm sorry. You freaking do it. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I got to do it on here. Yes. I'm going Cowboys 24. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Dang. Dolphins 17. <laughs> Why? Y'all, y'all look stressed out. I am. Extremely. <laughs> Jazzy, get that camera off me. <laughs> So petty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where, where are we going with this, y'all? Go ahead. Huh? All you, girl. <laughs> I don't want to go last. No, the I... The way she's going back I'm, and forth on the I'm box your is friend. Hilarious. I'm your friend. And I, I love you, so I want you to go first. Just in case we have to run out of time, I yeah, want you to get your point across. I've yeah. never picked against the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm going to pick against them today. All right. And I'm doing it, obviously... For motivation. Love that for you. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I, I call Let it motivation. Him. I'm not... A lot of fire around them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, I hate, it just feels gross picking against them. Uh, let's just say 20, 28, 24 Cowboys. I mean, oh, other side. I mean, Miami. That was going to be my score. That's but... that's my guess, and I am, right. I feel so bad doing this right now. Nope, don't feel bad. All right, Hopefully 24, 24, 20, uh, Cowboys. All right, but, well, that's a wrap for today's show, ladies. They're going to fire me up. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to talk to you about in the locker room. Uh, I'm weak. You're I'm, watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see you all next week. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, guys?